1: Living Room
0: Logic
1: Well, everyone, hello, welcome back to another episode of Living Room Logic Season 3 Isn't it great to be back, Andrew?
0: Mm-hmm, happy to be here
1: And uh, for this topic, it's a bit of a... It might be might be a bit long, might be a bit short Who knows, because it's all relative yeah. Today, it is. we're going to talk about time And although time seems very constant on Earth turns mm-hmm. out it isn't at all in the universe, so yeah. i'm going to give it over to Andrew first because Andrew has a story for us about what time is and what it means to all of us
0: in, uh time time is one of those things that's extremely confusing it mm-hmm. it's uh, extremely simple at the same time and um much like someone sitting on a clock, this episode will be on time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're going to talk about the idea of time because time, time is kind of a reference frame, isn't it? It's kind of a, we have a past, we cannot go backwards, but we are always going forwards in time. We know mm. from our memory that things have happened before. Mm. That is the past of time. We do not know what's ahead of us in time. Mm. But in every moment, we move forwards in time. Mm -hmm. Every moment. So time is super confusing. And time is the kind of thing you talk about at 4 a.m. when everyone should have gone to bed. Oh, fuck. Time is one of these beautiful, beautiful things that is absolutely universal. It's almost as if the universe ticks based on a a clock that just keeps everything ticking at the same rate rate through time at any at any instant in the universe everything is at the same point in time whether they're experiencing it going slower Mm -hmm. whether time is going faster for them but at any instant in the universe between us and the galaxy far far away time is going at the same point and leading to the next moment so that's confusing and Time is also something which was hotly debated. So like the Greeks used to talk about time as eternal, that there was no start and that there was no end. It was just time, that time existed. Mm -hmm. People like Isaac Newton came out and were like, "Mm, time is going only forwards, Mm. which kind of indicates that it's coming from somewhere. And that it began. That was his kind of idea. And that's where he was going with. Yeah, so he was going with that kind of classical thinking that we have to go through time. Because time doesn't go backwards. Mm -hmm. We are born, we live, and we die. No one ever does it the other way around, Aiden. Except for that (laughs) that, that mofo Benjamin Button. No, he was just a completely different weirdo. But he still, (laughs) he was born. He didn't, you know, he he didn't... uh, He didn't... uh, undecompose from the ground no and... that would be even weirder <laughs> that that's another that's another movie idea that is another movie you know he he went through the same process but but that is the idea we were born we live we die we always do it in that order yeah but as time went on the big bang was found as the first moment in time mm-hmm. which begs even more philosophical questions okay what happened Before the Big Bang, which is another really confusing concept, because before indicates that there was a time before, but there was no time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there was only an instant. It's like saying how how, it's there was a a physicist uh, that said this before. I think it was Brian Green who said going to the Big Bang and wondering what was before it is like standing on the North Pole and asking what's north of here. (laughs) Cool. There is no more north. Yeah, it's you know? it's no longer
1: it, it, land. It's it's a different yeah. thing. Entirely. Yeah, it,
0: there you can't go past it. You can't go any more north than the start, than the North Pole any more than you can go any further back than the start of time. So cool. Yeah, so it's a very, very interesting and a super confusing thing to happen. And mm-hmm. people are always wondering about like, oh like you've heard I I'm sure everyone thought about this at some point in their lives about what would happen if you stopped time? What would happen if you stopped time? The reality is, if someone stopped time, absolutely nobody would notice. You, you wouldn't notice. It would literally just be an instant, and then the next instant, and then the next instant, and nothing would happen. Because if you stopped time, everything stopped. You can't stop time. You can't stop time for a year, because there is no year. You have stopped time. You get what I'm saying? In that very instant, I wish I could stop it. (laughs) I'm sure some of the listeners and viewers do. But, Ain, if I stopped time for a day, Mm. that sentence doesn't make sense. (laughs) Yeah, it (laughs) (laughs) does. That's that's the point. It's like you can't both stop time and exist in time. Mm -hmm. When people say they'd like to stop time, they're not saying they want to stop time. They're saying they want time to continue. But the three dimensions of space. To pause.
1: Mm. Right? Time is still ongoing
0: mm-hmm. when you, so it's not, in yeah. that
1: situation, like in certain movies and stuff, everything stops except for one person and they can like change things or they can go into the jewelry store and put a bracelet on and whatever exactly. and put on their favorite clothes. And then they're like, oh, this is kind of boring. I might start time again. <laughs> but, exactly. they, but time went on. Yes. It's just the, the 3D point. space stopped moving.
0: Exactly. So when people say they want to stop time, that's they're not actually stopping time. They're stopping space. So it's a really this is the way you kind of have to think about time is this constantly pushing forward thing. You can't stop it. You what you want to stop is entropy. You want to stop everything in the universe doing things, Mm -hmm. and that's what you want to do. But this is also why the idea of like going back in time doesn't make sense. You can't really go back in time. You can't reverse entropy because you can't go backwards. Mm-hmm. The whole point of time is that Aiden, if you were sitting in your chair, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got up in using the magic of time and then I sat in your chair. Great. That is no problem. However, if, if we could go backwards through time, there would that there would create problems that in any instant we could both be sitting in the chair. Mm-hmm. I could go back in time and sit in the chair at the same time you're sitting in the chair and then we end up in this completely mythical and fic- fictional situation because I can't go back in time whilst you stay going forward in time. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know, These things do not make sense. But altogether, it's such a interesting concept to think about, to think about how we constantly move forward in time, to think that the time that has passed is the result of the time that has passed is where we are right now. Mm-hmm. And how time is guaranteed to keep moving forward and we just don't know how that will end. So I think that's really, really cool. But as as constant as time is, and like I was saying there, time and space is quite connected. Mm-hmm. As Aiden did his research this week, he's about to tell us about how... Things can manipulate how we experience time.
1: Yeah. So time. Andrew just talked about it, how time is like an unstoppable force. Um, but it is and it isn't because the Albert Einstein in 1905 came out with five different papers and. They're like his most um, important kind of seminal papers because they talk about these things called special relativity and general relativity. And they talk about the fact that Mm. time um, and space can actually be warped. And the only thing that ever stays constant is speed. Um, And we know this only through observation. So we only know this from in every instance that we've ever done it a billion times looked at light and how it travels, it always travels at nearly 300 million metres a second.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it just always does that. But the... And, and, and Einstein came up with this this idea that, you know, time is, is actually a fourth dimension... And that gravity and the mass of objects can actually manipulate time and distance. Um, If you, like, remember back to the the scariest time of your um, high school or secondary school when you were in physics, or if you ever had to do it, speed is is equal to distance over time. Mm -hmm. And because speed is constant now, you have to distort the other two. And so that comes... When you push this to really large scales and really, really fast speeds, things like matter, like us going very fast. It's this thing called special relativity. Mm -hmm. And weird things start to happen to time and space. And so there's this really cool idea called time dilation and there's a really probably the best example of it is actually in a movie called Interstellar Um, and and it's a really cool movie and there are many kind of scientific plot holes in it um, that allowed them to tell the story as cool as they could Mm -hmm. but I told you already that when something has a a huge mass and really powerful gravity that when you go closer and closer to that it actually changes your reference of time And from an observer who's looking at you or judging the way that time is passing from their perspective based on what's happening to you, it's completely different. And actually, the closer you get, get to something that is massive, very massive, like a black hole. And in the case of Interstellar, they went to this planet that's really close to this super massive black hole. It was called like Gargantua or something. And they knew this already that they had to try and see if there was life on the planet or something but they knew that if they went down there because the planet was so close to the black hole for every hour that they spent on that planet it would be seven years of time passed on earth and it was just one of the most amazing examples of time dilation if you were able to point a telescope at them on that other planet millions of miles away you'd see them all like walking in super slow motion and that just terrifies me and yeah. they got back anyway and yeah they 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 screwed up one of the people died and they they lost like 30 years yeah. and so your man's back in his ship and looking at 30 years worth of video logs from his family and it's like that human impact of course this this 30 years uh on a human perspective it's uh it's really scary, yeah. but there's actually a really cool way that you can use time dilation to actually go into the future, because it, as Andrew said, this, he is correct, and and we know that time cannot go backwards. We can't go backwards in time. Time always flows like a river forwards, and you can actually speed up through the river though, forward, not never backwards. And uh, Stephen Hawking came up with this example that if you were to build a bullet train around the circumference of the Earth, so it, it was on this track that went around the whole Earth, mm-hmm. and you got it up to close to the speed of light, you'd get a, a bunch of people who want to go into the future. They'd go on a, a week trip on this, uh, on this train that nearly goes to the speed of light around the Earth. Uh, just just zip, zips, 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 zips around. And at that speed, they'd, it'd zip around the Earth at about uh, seven times a second so it just you'd just see like you'd see the train right. always kind of there oh. in a in a haze because it's going so <laughs> fast it's going around seven times a second so oh uh, of course like the heat and everything that the energy is... <laughs> needed to make that wouldn't be possible and, and it, it would probably would end up in,
0: disturb it would, would definitely
1: <laughs> <laughs> the birds would it be was... like, what the f
0: man, um, I think that would melting, disturb the me- climate. I, I think the we you would You know what have... it would
1: be like. You know when <laughs> you know when people on the internet put like rubber bands around a, a watermelon. It would be like that, <laughs> yeah. and the earth would just go Bop!
0: <laughs> It would um, be too much br- oh. But but gosh. but the cool
1: thing is Um at, at close to the speed of light now you can never get to the speed of light um because Einstein's laws of general Mm. relativity basically say that that it cannot be done. Um, You can always get very close, though. Being on that train for a week, you get off the train and guess how much time has passed for everyone else on Earth? Do you know? A hundred years! You'd be a hundred years in the future.
0: That is outrageous.
1: Yeah, so it's a really kind of interesting concept and it's a really nice way of explaining time dilation but at the same time you know we couldn't do that but a real world example that time dilation is happening right now is actually satellites that use that are that there's like 32 of them that uh, we get GPS on our phones from oh Um, yeah yeah. and those satellites are further away from the earth than we are and so time goes ever 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 so slightly slower for those satellites, it's like a, it's like a nanosecond or something or that's less. Uh, it's like a billionth so of a cool. second, and they have input into their systems uh, a correction for that because the, the scientists knew that that would happen, and oh, if they didn't do that, the satellites wouldn't work at all. They would go like miles off course, and just, you would just get no. GPS wouldn't work. So the only reason GPS works is because we know that time dilation—that time moves slower for those satellites. That is Mm -hmm. so freaking cool.
0: That is absolutely insane. Yeah, just to think. Yeah, it's because you what what what's so strange about that is like my phone is literally speaking to something which is experiencing time differently all the time. Yeah. What?
1: Yeah, no, (laughs) it it it's very strange.
0: My God!
1: So, I mean, I could go on and on about these time dilation things, but it it it, yeah. it is just the the take home here is that time can be bent, <laughs> and actually, the distance between things can actually be bent as well. That's so the only thing that remains the same is the speed
0: of that light. Is so that's so cool, man. That's so cool, and I think it like uh, the first thing that honestly came to mind. I was like, you know. It wouldn't be a bad idea if we could make some kind of spaceship that would host, like, a load of different, like, DNA species, humans, stuff like that. Shoot it off for 20 years, going closest to the speed of light as possible, Mm -hmm. and just let them come back to Earth in, like, 200 years. Yeah. And hope, and on the off chance that we screwed up the earth so much that the population is gone they could try again and we're sort of <laughs> the species uh, the spaceship comes
1: just... back after spending all of the resources of the earth <laughs> and, and it's just a bunch of zebras and they're just like yeah. what do we do now?
0: and the zebras go bro <laughs> this was how, a terrible idea we mutated into a highly intellectual <laughs> Species post the radiation. We're getting of World off the War topic. Three. Andrew wants to talk okay.
1: about time again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, 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 I thought it was a cool content. So that's the very big scale of time, right? Mm-hmm. That's the very big scale. But like we love talking about, what about at the quantum scale? We love talking about it because we don't understand it. But at the quantum scale, where you get to the teeniest, tiniest things, right, Aiden? Mm-hmm. Do you remember we did a quantum episode a while ago and we mentioned a Planck length? Yes. The smallest length in the universe. There is also a smallest amount of time in the universe. Yeah. A Planck so time? No, just a unit of time, the smallest possible measure of time. It follows the same idea as the Planck constant, where it is divisible to a point. Yeah, right. Okay. What's interesting in quantum mechanics, and we talked about this before, is that we're talking about particles around an atom, electrons, and stuff like that. And we know about what's interesting about electrons is that they, they're not like a moon circling a planet. Mm-hmm. They exist as a cloud of probability
1: Probability, yeah.
0: of at a certain point, you may find the electron here, but you also may find it there. Mm-hmm. They're su- superpositioned, right? So you can have them in two separate things. However, it can be sup- in a superposition in a constant of time so in a unit of time it can be in two places at once <laughs> what? yeah so so it, it it's not moving it's a probability of where you can find it so the probability oh. of where you would find it is different in one unit of time so this is what where time completely shits the bed <laughs> and completely loses all meaning yeah and the what's re- what makes this so cool is that there's new theories around how time works and how gravity works and all of this and trying to interlink quantum mechanics and classical physics and classical mechanics and put it all together. And the coolest thing about it is that time is not a variable. They don't... It's not even added in. No, it's not. Because what they're saying is that to understand this, you do not need to predict change you need to predict how anything can affect anything in one instant right so what is so what is the effect that the earth is having you in any instant it is having a pulling down effect hmm. that indicates that you will likely not float away in the next instant of time mm-hmm. but in order to understand that you don't need to include time as a unit okay time just kind of proves that it's going on this is kind of crazy. Quantum time, quantum quantum theories of trying to pull this all together because you can't be dependent on time once you move to the quantum level because it becomes irrelevant. You have things that exist in two places at once because it's all probability and it's not that it's moving in time it can be detected in one unit of time superpositioned. Aiden <laughs> looks like he's getting a big headache here. I am trying my best.
1: <laughs> I'm trying my best. And my brain hurts. My I poor know, I little know. brain.
0: The important thing to get from this. It's a really cool theory. It's definitely worth Googling. Yeah. Is to get that in order to understand how everything in the universe interacts. Mm. It does not have to be in a passage of time. It can be in a f- single frame like taking a single frame from a movie or something, you should be able to predict how things will interact. Is it having a pushing effect, a pulling effect? At what that is it scale. Doing? At that scale. But they're trying to expand it to the universe. They're trying to expand it greater because that's currently a big problem. The biggest problem in physics is relating quantum mechanics to gravity. And this is kind of pulling it together, saying, look, maybe time is the problem. Mm-hmm. Maybe because oh, cool. time... Yeah so it's like cuz since time is kind of irrelevant at a quantum level and we're so connected to time at a macro scale at a major scale maybe there maybe time itself it's, like, it's not it's a constant di- it's between, difficult yeah.
1: for us to to think that time is irrelevant in that scenario because exactly. we're so like you know we're so yeah. biased to exactly. to to being at the will of time
0: Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's a really cool theory. I'm definitely going to keep following it. There's lots of really cool lectures on YouTube and stuff about it. And it is absolutely mind boggling. And no, I'm not going to pretend like I fully understand it, because I absolutely do not. I just think it's so interesting, this idea of pulling time out of the equation and saying, look, quantum mechanics exists in the same universe that black holes and planets do. Mm-hmm. Time is not a rel- relevant variable at the quantum mechanic level. Well that's but,
1: really interesting because it's like I kind of said as well at the greatest of scales it also yeah. isn't very well it, it it needs to be in the equation but yeah. it's
0: it's at the mercy of speed. But time is only useful for measuring change not how that change happens that's so cool <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's, uh, so oh.
1: I, I learned something in, in to be honest I learned way too much today my brain is absolutely destroyed <laughs> but, yeah, <so laughs> trying that, to understand that, this stuff is it's so yeah. far away from the human way of thinking about time yeah. and how it passes we can access the past and memories we can think about the future as well and time time but but time is has presidency over everything that we do to think yeah. of it in like as <laughs> fucking malleable like a like a straw like you can literally bend it like a rubber band and and then you can look at it with a microscope and then it doesn't even matter anymore that's just freaky
0: well <laughs> it is crazy it is absolutely crazy oh gosh guys well I hope this episode didn't give you too much of a headache. I hope that you are still have an appetite, like a clock which didn't quite finish its food oh. or needs to go back four seconds. Oh, no. Maybe you can go and <laughs> no. enjoy another one of our episodes. Maybe share it. Give us a follow where yeah, we are. you know, at. if you have the time. If you have the time.
1: This is the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just what trying to come mean, out with dad jokes at the end. I love that. Okay, hit stop If you are th- feeling generous and you're not completely skin, why don't you give us some of your money? Join our Patreon Join our Patreon Join our tree. Join our baby tree